Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave Single with a ten-piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave Single, Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. Back to old school with DP and J. Presented by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Yeah. I'm on you today, Jake. Welcome back to Tanner's Barn Grill, 30th in Yankee Hill. We'll be here till 6 o'clock, and then we'll have some extra programming for you tonight that'll run till about 8 o'clock. So stay tuned, buckle in, and let's welcome in the Husker Hall of Famer. Let's welcome in. He seems he seems a bit intense. He seems to oh, be no, on fire. Oh, no, that, man. He seems he, was, he, he walked in with his big man strut today. He, he Always got that going on. Yo, this was, this was making a statement. Uh, you, I wish you you good, sir. You, oh yeah, it's all you to was the, on it's fire. All, it's all good to the hood. It's all good in the hood. Okay, all right. You know, I mean, this is how this. I could be a Dolphins fan. You know, what I'm saying then I would be cranky all the time. Look at him with his two straight wins. He's so proud of himself. Mm-hmm. That's that, like that's like putting up your first place, second place, first place, second place trophy. Well, that's that. Okay, so that's the Dolphin mentality. I, I'm I'm a. I'm a first Washington place football first place fan. loser. Wow. Oh, man. There, see, now wow. I just go low blow. Low wow. blow. Sniper shot from right. from right from way up there, right? Mm-hmm. But this is like Dolphins fans, Washington fans, Bears we, we, fans. We were good back in the day, 70s. And we're not so good now, so we have to rely on that. Yeah. Nebraska fans understand. Oh yes, they, 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 they Nebraska fans, <laughs> they, Vikings fans, right? They understand. They we, understand that. Listen, that's why I always tell yeah. people, man, appreciate when you got a good thing. Don't don't just uh, don't don't get you know just don't get so uh, you know lazy and, and and unappreciative when you got a good thing. But that's why I said that that's why we named it old school because there are some values that have to be brought forward, some that yeah. need to be improved on and forgotten, right? right. Like we're fair with that, right? Sure. Not everything. Not everything needs to be the way it was. Oh no! But, you, but all you gotta do is just take the the principle, the principles of it, and you'll be all good. What are the rules? What are yeah. the rules for success, Jay Foreman? Uh, Especially football. Give me, give me the football rules for success. Uh, well, one, you gotta be selfless, not selfish. Okay. Um, obviously, you gotta work hard, which should be a guarantee. But I think that's something that you have to recruit to mm-hmm. uh you got to love football um and you you know which means you got, you're going to go above and beyond of just doing the average which i call just like cashing your scholarship check show up on time participate in practice participate in meetings wear the uniform wear the jumpsuit and that's it you got to want to be great um or be the best that you could be you could be great in your role and be just as valuable as an All-American. Um, you know, and then you just got to be, you know, you got to you gotta have some, some inner dog in you. You know, and that doesn't mean, um, you know, whether you're just like a, you know, everybody, everybody confuses leadership with just 
guys that rah rah speeches or yellers and stuff like that. No, granted, you got to be a leader and you got to pull a guy aside and 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 jack him up a little bit and say, you, you know, you need to do better because we need you, and you need to do better because you need to, or um, you got to kind of white glove some guys, but then also you got to be able to. Football is a friction game. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's built on friction. Um, and what I mean by that is it's, it's combative and you got to push each other to do things both physically, mentally, um, and spiritually that you might not think that you could do or they could do because ultimately when you're out there in front of 90,000 people, you have to be, you have to look in the huddle and know that I can depend on all the 10 other guys and those 10 guys know that they can depend on me to give everything, you know, that you, you know, that you got in order to win. So, um, that's why football is such a hard sport, to ulti- in my opinion, the ultimate team game, um, because, um, you know, you, sometimes, you know, the, as hard or as great as you prepare, it might not work out for you, but then you also have to be able to answer the bell again mentally. And the most important thing is you only get 12 of them guaranteed, not guaranteed, but 12 games a year versus, you know, the basketball team will play over 30, um, you know, the baseball team would play close to, what, 40, 50 games or something like that. Um, and so that's why football is significantly different. You know, volleyball team plays some, you know, high 30 games and you get in there. So there isn't, oh, well, we can lose a couple and then we're, you know, we can still go on a run and win the, you know, Big Ten Championship. Every game is crucial. And then you throw in parity uh, throughout college football without, you know, when you exclude the top, like, five or six teams. You throw in parity from, like, say, number eight all the way to, like, number 80. Um, obviously, it's just trickle down once you get past 50, but generally there's parity. Um, it makes it even more um, intense, even more um, important for guys to develop um, individual skills uh, to the utmost, collective skills, leadership, um, so forth and so on. Um, and that's, you know, look, when you're playing at a big-time program at, like Nebraska, uh, those things are magnified. You you know, you don't come here, you know, to play, you know, Kansas or, you know, nothing against Fordham. You play or you come here to play in big, big time games. And, um, you know, being a competitor isn't telling everybody you're a competitor. Being a leader isn't telling everybody that you're a leader on social media, et cetera, et cetera. It's showing them. And, you know, to be honest with you, this these type of seasons and this type of season – um, and these two games really show you, will show you, and I've, and, and unfortunately I've been on this side and at the pro level, the guys that are going to tap out, um, you know, in the pro level when you become either mathematically not in the playoff hunt or close to it, where it's unrealistic, you know, where you got to win like four games and say like you need like the Pittsburgh Steelers to lose four in a row and then you're in, you know, that just doesn't happen. You see guys start tapping out and shutting it down, and, and right here, you know, you're going to see, you know, who's really in it. And, um, yeah, these are two hard hard games, one on the road, one at home. Uh, but you can set the tone going into the off season, which will, you know, flow over into the season of next year um, in a very, very positive manner if it's approached the right way. Because, you know, you're not playing two teams that aren't beatable. Um, and, and conceptually, it's a, I wouldn't say easy game to prepare for, but it is. It's going to be a physical game. Um, they're going to test your your rules. Um, they're going to test, you know, your run fits. They're going to test you defensive or offensively. Uh, can you move them off the ball? You know, they're going to do a lot of blitzes from the second level. 
uh, inside linebackers coming downhill on run and pass blitzes. So it's going to test your principles, but more importantly, it's going to test you mentally. Well, ultimately, then will test you physically. Um, physically, Nebraska, you know, matches up well against them, you know, from a height, weight, and size and all that type of stuff. Um, now it's just mentally, you know, but I would always look at it. Look, I'd look forward to, you know, hurting rivalry, rivals that we were playing and um, ruining their season, ruining their whole mentality, ruining their Saturday night up there in Madison. You ain't going down and getting any brats and beer. No more, no, no brats and spotted, spotted cow which is a great beer if you if you make the trip up there. Um, you, just, you know, that's the mentality you got to try to take up there. And, uh, and look, winning uh, covers up a lot of things, but then it solves a lot of problems. And then also it gives you um, clarity into uh, what you need to do moving forward. Can Nebraska win a physical game in at Camp Randall? Oh, well, sure. I mean, why not? They've uh, – well, first of all um, – you know, playing on the road, obviously, it's, you know, I'm assuming it's going to be pretty, you know, pretty loud. Um, but, you know, they've played plenty of physical teams. I mean, Michigan, I think, is probably one of the physical, most physical teams uh, in the nation. Nebraska, you know, stood up pretty well against them. I think they got confidence or should get confidence that uh, uh, they can, you know, play with them and uh, move the ball pretty well against them. And I think that, you know, what we do well, if we do it well offensively, um, sets up well against Wisconsin's defense and what we do well and what we can do well and and ideally we will do well against Wisconsin's offense sets up for Nebraska so it's, like I said it's a game that you know they're right there for you they're coming they, they're going to tell you that they're coming and uh, you know we've not only got to withstand it stand up to it but then also we got to dictate it as well the, you just mentioned what Nebraska does well let's go into detail what is it that if you're well I mean well, I think that we, you know, our, you know, health, health-wise, if everybody's healthy, um, skill position-wise, I think you know, we have an advantage. Okay. Um, Quarterback, now, running back, yeah, receivers, receivers, tight, tight ends, end. right? I think that I mean I like our matchup against anybody with those those guys when they're okay. you know when everybody's playing and healthy and, and involved in the game plan. Okay. Um, and then offensive, so that puts a lot of stress on them. So what Wisconsin wants to do, they want you to line up and keep you like a, essentially between the hashes in the same formation, and they want you to line up in one formation so they can dictate and pressure you, destroy you on first and second down, and try to get home on third down and just keep playing that type of game, and you only get like 45 to 50 some snaps, right? But where they struggle a little bit is when you get them out in space and make them adjust, make them get out in space and do what they don't like to do. You know, you know what I'm saying? They're very good at what they do and do well. Um, so to get back to, a, say, a more downhill running game, you can want to stretch it out a little bit, ideally, or make them make plays in space. You know, they got some big old linebackers, all can run good athletes. Uh, but I like, the, you know, Adrian against them. I like our running backs against them. And tight ends, I like both of them as well. And our receivers against their corners and safeties. So ultimately, we have to get to where we can take advantage of where we think we have an advantage. Um, and that's going to start up front, and um, it's going to start with some intensity and bringing it to them. They're not, they're you know one of the best defenses in the nation, but you know the teams have they've lost before, you know, and um, teams have moved the ball against them, and um, and so it's one of those things we've got to take take it to them and, and uh, try to you know exploit some of their weaknesses, which they have very few of. Offensively, this is not a sexy Wisconsin team. 
I don't think it ever is. I think, look, they, uh, I think they got their, I, I think the one thing that they're doing now, and that's where you see the running numbers, um, obviously an uptick in it, is that the, you know, the turnovers are down. I think uh, Mertz started off the season, turned the ball over, whether it was fumbling the ball or interceptions, uh, that's pretty much been eliminated. Um, but they don't, they're not like, you know, Dan Marino when he had Mark Duper and, and Clayton, you know, throwing the ball, you know, for 500 yards a game. But what they're doing is running the ball, uh, grinding out the clock, getting it third and second and manageable in short. Ferguson is their best probably player, especially on offense. They're tight end, uh, big kid that can run, can block. I think, you know, he's a really, really good player. So that's, that's the uh, quarterback's safety net, his binky. And uh, then they got a couple of receivers that that can run as well and make plays. Uh, so what they're doing is, you know, still completing it around a little bit over 50, 55 percent of passes, which is low for college football. Um, but they're not turning the ball over, which is allowing them to um, extend drives and they're running the ball better at a better clip. And then the defense is obviously playing well, which they have been all year, even when they were struggling offensively. I, I- when you look at Wisconsin and they have six concepts they run from 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 five different formations, like yeah. they real like it's real simple that yeah. they're just going to see if they can outwill you and outdiscipline you. Yeah, what it is is, um, you know, they're going to come at you and then they're they're going to you know they're going to see they're going to they're betting that on the well they're I mean obviously if they do it come right out from the get go and start blasting you that's you know that's just cherry on the top for them but what they're betting on or what running teams like them bet on by the fourth or fifth place somebody's going to jump out of their gap and make their mistake yep. and then they're going to hit it yep and then that's where you see that they'll they're, they're fine with two yards here three yards here yard seven two one boom 45 you know what i'm saying and so um you know, and they've always been like that. But, you know, like obviously their last running back, Jonathan Taylor, was really, really special. Mm-hmm. He was not only like a grinded-out type of running back because he was like 225, 230. He had for real track speed. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the few running backs that has track speed or had track speed or has track speed that actually runs like it and runs with the physicalness. Obviously, you see him in the NFL being one of the top running backs. Uh, and, and he took, the, you know, the college football game by storm. Yeah, this surprise that Wisconsin pulled that together. We're live at Tanner's uh, 30th in Yankee Hill. We'll be here till 6 o'clock. Um, I want to go to the text line. Cleet says, <laughs> and I want to answer this on air. He says, what's up, DP? I won the trivia last night. Picked up the strawberry daiquiri cake uh, last night from Nick. Wife stole it. <laughs> but I grabbed one of those little package snacks. Oh, my God, what are those? I need more. Hit up Nick. Those are from Beatrice Bakery. They're there on the counter. Anybody that comes to the station can take the snacks that they want. But hit up Nick. He may be able to hook you up. He may be able to hook you up, Cleet. So go ahead and reach out. Uh, those are those are those are the fruitcake snacks. I know it surprises folks. So don't be surprised. Um, the 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 Jersey raffle. Mm-hmm. You guys have like an hour to get registered, get your name in the box, and we'll give it away in about an hour. And I can tell you, your chances are better on a Wednesday than it is on a Saturday. Just letting you know. Get down to Tanner's. Get your name in the box. to sign Jason Peter's jer- Peter jersey if if you're up for that sort of thing. We're throwing to break more with the Husker Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman, on Old School, 93.7 The Ticket. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay.
on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.